Is there any resentment that you're holding on to today? Cole Richards works with persecuted believers around the world, and he says their example reminds you forgiveness is possible. If I'm telling you that our brothers and sisters in Christ have just lost everything through their own choice to follow Christ at the hands of ISIS, and they forgave in that situation, then I have hope that God can empower me to forgive anything. In this world we will face tribulation, but you promise you'll be right here with us. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help right now on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton. I am in the studio today with Cole Richards and Dr. Jason Peters, both of them familiar to our longtime VOM Radio listeners. Uh, They are the executive editors of a new project from Voice of the Martyrs called I Am In. Uh, And just this week in your local Christian bookstore, the book I Am In was released. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about why this book, why these stories, uh, what do they mean, what do we take out of them, uh, and hopefully by the time you finish listening to our conversation, you're going to want a copy of this book, and we'll tell you how to get that later on today. Uh, Cole and Jason, welcome again. Welcome back Thanks. to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thanks, Todd. Let's talk about the IMN book. You know, when we turn on the news we see nothing but bad stuff from the Middle East, from Iraq, from Syria. I read some of the stories in this I Am In book, and I see good things that God is doing. Uh, how? How do you find these stories? Why are we telling them at this time uh, in light of everything we see going on in the Middle East? Well, in this book are 50 stories, and they're stories from Christians who are face-to-face with Islamic extremists. Uh, they're suffering greatly, and you get that perspective from the news and from things that you might already know. But what you're not getting is how God's moving and working in the midst of the suffering. And so the subtitle of this book is Inspiring Stories of Christians Who Are Facing Islamic Extremists. And the inspiration is something that you might be surprised to find in the midst of this terrible suffering, but it's there. And why is that? Because God is faithful, God is moving. God's purposes and will are being accomplished in the midst of areas controlled by ISIS and other radical Islamic uh, extremists. And we can be blessed and inspired by these stories and these examples. Before we go any further, I want to ask you about your definition of an Islamic extremist, because we say these are Christians facing Islamic extremism. What's, What's the definition of an Islamic extremist? It's really important to understand, and I think most people do, but it's important to think of it this way, is that we as Christians really do have enemies today. Uh, There are radical Muslims who are violent, who are extreme in their version of Islam, and who are attacking Christians because of their Christian faith and, and practice. And for that reason, the Scripture is coming alive to us in a very striking way when 
The Bible says when Christ said, love your enemies, uh, our brothers and sisters in Christ in the Middle East and other places have radical Muslims as their enemies. And as a matter of fact, even here in the U.S., we have radical Muslims as our enemies. And so we're faced with this command from Christ to love our enemies and to apply that and walk that out. So radical Muslims or Islamic extremists, these are people who have been inspired by the challenge or the, the objective to expand Islam across the face of the earth and to do that through force and violence. And there are many groups who are doing that. Uh, we have a resource called Christians Facing Islamic Extremists that we give a free copy of that to anyone. It's a prayer guide. It features the nine most prominent radical Muslim groups and the Christians who live in those areas. And so you can pray for our brothers and sisters who face these terrorists, really, and also pray for the persecutors, pray for our enemies, pray for these radical Muslims that they'll themselves come to Christ. Jason, I know there's a lot of different areas. Most of our listeners have heard of ISIS. They know who they are. But there are some other places where Christians are facing Islamic extremists, what would be one of the places or one of the stories in here that would surprise people? They don't think of that as a place where Christians are persecuted. Well, it's funny you ask because uh, you and I actually traveled to one of those areas, and that was Mindanao, a part of the Philippines, where there is a group called the Moro Islamic Liberation Front, which is a, an Islamic extremist group that's literally trying to create an area with Sharia law, Bangsamoro, they call it, and they want to take over an area. And you and I had a chance to meet some of those victims uh, of that group. And it is true that there are nine groups around the world where we see Islamic extremists trying to, to really extend uh, the reach of Islam. And many of them, uh, especially the ones that we feature in our guide, are uh, very extreme and very violent. And one of the concerns I know for our Christian brothers and sisters is some of these groups are starting to join hands and work together. Uh, I think particularly Boko Haram in Nigeria pledging allegiance to the Islamic State and saying, okay, we want to be like them. Uh, wow, for, for Christians there, that's got to be something that causes concern. Absolutely. And you know, this is a part of our DNA at The Voice of the Martyrs is traveling to these areas, the front lines, these hot spots, and literally meeting with these brothers and sisters and saying, hey, tell us your stories. You know, we've had the privilege, the three of us, Todd, you and, and Cole and I have all been in Iraq multiple times uh, in neighboring countries, meeting with these brothers and sisters and really listening to their story, hearing how God is with them in the midst of incredible trauma. And those stories, after doing that for some time, uh, we just felt like God was leading us to, to tell those stories, especially with a focus on Islamic extremism, in a way that will inspire American Christians, Western Christians, to say, hey, what can I learn from these brothers and sisters? And so six themes emerged that we just tried to capitalize on and to tell those stories. What are those themes? What are the themes of the stories in the book? Uh, and maybe talk a little bit about why that's important or why that's a part of these Christians' faith walk. Well, sacrifice is one of the big themes that emerges, obviously. Courage is another theme, joy, perseverance, forgiveness, and faithfulness. And each one of those themes, uh, the book is divided into six sections, and we tell many stories related to that theme. And uh, we've talked before about how some of those themes are surprising. Uh, more surprising than others, perhaps. Uh, but all of them are really interesting and inspiring for us as American Christians. Cole, why a book? Because we, 
you know, we share these stories every month in our free newsletter that, that we send out to anybody who wants it. We share these stories every week on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. We share them, you know, we'll share little tidbits on our Facebook page. We'll, we'll do other things to share these stories. So why a printed book that, that is very, a really significant project? Well, the project includes a book, but it also includes a small group curriculum and uh, a devotional and some other items, even a music CD featuring integrity worship artists. But let's start with the book. The book is very important because this is a very accessible book. It's about 290 pages, but it's a, it's a quick read, and it's very interesting. Uh, and you go right through it. It's, it's really something that you'll love to read and experience. But what it does for you once you read this book is it gives you this whole new perspective on what's happening in our world. And so the nightly news perspective is completely accurate. So the things that you're seeing on the news that are so terrible, the Syrian civil war, the rise of ISIS, the spread of radical Islam all across the continent of Africa, all those things are absolutely true, but there's something else that's true, and that's God glorifying. And it's, it's to understand that God's moving in the midst of that, the gospel's going forth, Muslims are coming to Christ like never before in the midst of this terrible suffering. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, having lost everything at the hands of ISIS and other terrorists, are reaching out in response in love to see their own persecutors and other Muslims come to Christ. And these things that I'm saying are almost unbelievable, and really they are unbelievable in the natural. The idea that people who are going through the ultimate suffering are experiencing joy. People whose wives and daughters have been raped and murdered at the hands of ISIS are able to forgive. These things are powerful testimonials to the power of God, the sovereignty of God, and what God's doing in the hearts of our brothers and sisters in Christ. And when we experience that in these stories, it changes us. So if you read this book, you will get all that. Okay, You'll get these stories, and you'll get this framework, which is the way that our brothers and sisters are walking out their faith in the face of all this suffering. And it's very, very powerful. Um, it's, it's such a great personal experience to go through this book. It will do a lot for people. And I think the characteristic that is most amazing to me is the joy. And both of you have mentioned it. Just the, you know, you think you're going to interview a, a persecuted Christian who's had all this hardship and terrible things happen to them. And I think our mental picture is, man, this guy's really going to be depressed. You know, look at all these terrible things. And you go... And, and you've experienced the same thing I have. You go and they're excited. They're, they're not downtrodden at all, not even slightly. Uh, and I think that's the thing that always I want to bring back with me from a trip like that is, hey, you got you got to understand, these are not discouraged people. These are excited people. Jason, there's lots of stories in the book. Pick one that impacted you the most and just share a little bit about that story. Yeah, I'd love to. In fact, um, it's hard to pick because there are so many, obviously, uh, that are impactful. But the one that personally impacted me probably the most was the story of Habila of North, in northern Nigeria. And he was uh, you know, attacked by Boko Haram, and they literally dragged him out of his house and said, are you going to choose to convert to Islam? Uh, you can do that, or if not, we'll kill you. And so they, they literally shot him uh, in the face, and, and I've had a chance to meet with him in his home in northern Nigeria and to see literally pieces of his face are, are missing. Uh, but in spite of it all, and the category that he fits in is a category of forgiveness, because just like Cole said, 
he chooses to say, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to work supernaturally in me to obey Christ by loving my enemies and forgiving as I've been forgiven. And it's just a, it's a great story. And and there is no human explanation for that. That's right. It's <laughs> supernatural. Somebody just shot you in the face. <laughs> That's right. And you forgave them. That humanly speaking, there is absolutely no way that that makes sense, other than God's doing something supernatural. Cole, which story would you pick out and say, "Hey, this is the one that that impacted me"? Well, we lead off with a story in the book. The title, by the way, I am N. The N is referring to the Arabic letter N that was spray-painted on homes and churches in Mosul uh, just before tens of thousands of our brothers and sisters were driven out. They were tagged with this letter N. And the book opens with a story of one of these individuals who has literally lost everything at the hands of ISIS. And then we, and in particular for me, that's very powerful because the video footage that you'll experience in the video part of the small group curriculum that goes with the book is firsthand testimonies and stories on the video as if you're the one talking to these individuals. And we shot that footage very shortly after these people fled Mosul. So it was very fresh, very dramatic. So now I'm talking about people who had just lost everything for their faith, and they made a choice to do that. The letter N was spray-painted on their home, and then they were given the chance to recant or to to deny Christ and become Muslim, just like the story that Jason told, Habila was given a choice. So in this book and then in the video curriculum, you can even see their face and experience them that way. We're bringing you face-to-face with these individuals who have made that ultimate choice. They have paid the ultimate price, and they're suffering and they hurt, and it's hard. But through the tears and through all the pain of this, there's joy in their heart. There's purpose in their life because they're expanding God's kingdom. They're fulfilling the Great Commission. They have this supernatural forgiveness. Uh, they are being faithful and persevering despite all the suffering. It's it's really powerful. You talked about commitment, and you talk about the commitment of these brothers and sisters, uh, but but we're asking people to make a commitment as well. When, when you get to the end of the IMN book— there's a question for you. Okay, now it's your turn. Jason, what, what are we asking people to commit to? Well, we're asking them to commit to boldly proclaim, yes, I am a Christian, first of all, which, by the way, in our culture is a challenge, even for some of us, right? We have a hard time saying, I, I'm boldly witnessing and, and sharing with my neighbors, sharing with my classmates, my coworkers. So we're asking for that. But there are the six themes where they specifically can make a commitment prayer and saying, you know, I, I'm saying I am going to be willing to sacrifice. Uh, I will not become paralyzed by fear. I will be courageous. I'll resist opposition. I'll stand firm and endure and overcome. I'll persevere like some of our brothers and sisters have done. How do you expect people to bring that into an American context? You know, I think of, Cole, what you talked about that, you know, love our enemies. Our enemy is, you know, the guy on the playground that we don't like or the person who got the promotion that we wanted or, you know, we don't have a concept of, most of us, I don't think, have a concept of what it means to be an enemy and to really, those people want to kill us. How do we bring that into an American, hey, you know, I go to church on Sunday and how do we do that? There's an immediate application throughout all these stories and throughout the book for not just, not only Christians here in America, but everywhere. 
And that's a really excellent part of this resource. So you won't go through this book and just be uh, experiencing stories that have nothing to do with you. Every bit of this speaks directly to our hearts as American Christians, it's, and in many ways. First of all is boldness. If, if I'm telling you, which I, you know, all of the three of us have experienced this a lot firsthand, and you read this in the book, if I'm telling you that our brothers and sisters in Christ have just lost everything through their own choice to follow Christ at the hands of ISIS, and they forgave in that situation, in, in other words, if God empowered them to forgive in that situation, then I have hope that God can empower me to forgive anything that's happening to me here because everything that I'm facing is less severe than that. It's still significant because all of us get hurt and all of us must forgive. Uh, think of boldness and courage. Uh, if our brothers and sisters can be bold enough to reach out to Muslims and even radical Muslims with the gospel, then I'm inspired to be bold in my faith, in my context, automatically. So there's all these immediate applications. I'd also like to mention suffering. You may not suffer in your life at the hand of ISIS or Boko Haram, but you may suffer from cancer or you may suffer from a car accident. There's suffering that we all face. And again, the perseverance, the faithfulness that we experience in these stories, it's immediately obvious that that, that applies to me, not necessarily that I'll have to face Boko Haram, but the faithfulness in that setting applies directly to me as I walk through illness or I walk through tragedy in my own life. Uh, when I am tempted to shake my fist at God and say, why, 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 I'm inspired by the story of someone who, for example, I'll always remember this, this gripped me so much, is to look into the eyes of a father whose son has been abducted and he doesn't have any idea where his son is right now. And it's been that way for almost two years. And this was a recent experience I just had in the Middle East. And there's all the grief that's associated with his son being abducted, maybe tortured, maybe dead. He doesn't know, but his son's being held by radical Muslims, and yet he's faithful. Uh, when I wake up in the morning and I'm having a bad day, I can be faithful too. If he can be faithful and God can empower him that way, I can be empowered too. You're listening to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. We're in the studio today with Cole Richards and Jason Peters. They're the executive editors uh, for a new project from Voice of the Martyrs called I Am In. Uh, the book is available in your Christian bookstore right now. Uh, it's also available if you'll click on the store tab at vomradio.net. Voice of the Martyrs can get this to you. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the curriculum because, you know, a book is a singular experience. I sit in my comfy chair and I read the book and I take it in and I deal with it and think about it and, and meditate on it. A curriculum is a group experience. How does that change the dynamic or, or what do we hope to achieve by having a video curriculum, having people get together and talk about these stories and talk about these lessons? So there's... I'd like to just use the word fellowship, okay? So it's very, very powerful for us to enter into fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ in these different areas, and you will experience that fellowship too in this curriculum. So the video element of this curriculum is not mainly Jason and I as kind of teachers, or there's just a little bit of our speaking to narrate and bridge the stories, but mainly in this video curriculum, you will see and experience firsthand your brothers and sisters in Christ who are, are 
in the situation right now, and it's that fresh and, and real, and also our brothers and sisters in Christ who are uh, Christian leaders serving alongside us in that situation. So your small group Sunday school class, even your family can sit in a room, experience your brothers and sisters in Christ on this video as if they were there too. It, the curriculum is very open-ended. We're not telling you exactly what to think. We're just letting you experience your brothers and sisters in Christ. Those themes emerge automatically, and then you can discuss with each other how that applies to you or what you can think about that. You can pray together for our brothers and sisters in Christ in that setting. It, it creates a very powerful unity in the body of Christ and fellowship experience. And I think we, we talked a little bit about the challenge of bringing this into an American context, but if you're sitting around with you know eight or ten other Christians, that helps you do that because you can translate it. Yeah, you know, one of the stories in the video uh, curriculum, which is remarkable, is the story of Bando Shaba, and it's in the Perseverance section. And she talks about how, uh, and, and what I love about the video is that it, it's like having Bando Shaba sitting right in your, your television and telling you her story. And the story she tells just highlights the human condition and the struggle that, that many of us have, where she says, uh, I, my husband was kidnapped by ISIS, I didn't know where he was, and my children and I were moving around like nomads. And then she said, uh, I got so desperate, I literally tried to commit suicide. And she woke up in the hospital with uh, a neighbor saying, hey, you need to come to church. And it was just exciting to see how God worked through that. And what, what's neat about it is that she's telling you that story. So mm -hmm. it's not some talking head. It's not some American kind of telling you, well, let me tell you this story. It's her, in her words, with her intonation, her face right there telling you the story. It's really powerful. And I think... You know, one of the things I always say as I talk to people, Christians here in the United States, is I wish I could take you on a trip. This this video curriculum is yes. really that. You come along with us. Let's go to the Middle East. Let's talk to some of these believers. Let's hear what they say uh, as a way of learning from. So it really is a chance to get on an airplane without actually getting on an airplane. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's, it's groundbreaking in that way, even it for is. the Voice of the Martyrs, because we've done video uh, curriculum projects in the past where we've followed Americans or others there. We've kind of, the story's been about how God has worked in their lives as a result of meeting people. And you have some interaction with the persecuted church, but this this uh, curriculum is very unique in that the most of it, most of the content is literally the narrative of those who are suffering for Christ in these countries. Yeah, and, and this footage was shot, you know, I want to be clear about this, this, fo this footage was shot very shortly after the fall of Mosul and the at the point when ISIS was expanding and taking new ground very rapidly and at different portions of this we were less than our team including myself we were less than four kilometers from the ISIS front line so in this video curriculum we're taking you there and I mean we're taking you right there and you you feel that when you watch it you feel a part of what's happening from a whole new perspective. You know, perhaps you've seen some of this really striking footage from ISIS front lines on the nightly news and the violence and things. Well, this is taking you right to those same front lines and showing you what God's doing and showing you our brothers and sisters in Christ and what's happening there. If you want a copy of the book, again, it's available at your local Christian bookstore or wherever you buy books right now. It's called I Am In. Inspiring Stories of Christians Facing Islamic Extremists. We can also get you a copy if you come to vomradio.net and click on the store link. 
We will also connect you to the IMN website, which gives you some other opportunities, some uh, the curriculum, some other things that you can do. Cole and Jason, thank you very much for coming in. I, I am excited about this book. I'm excited about all the work that's gone into it. And now we get to kind of put it out there and see what God's going to do with it. Amen. It's going to be exciting to see. We hope that this will shape a generation, much like Jesus Freaks did, which I know you were heavily involved in. Uh, those books can shape a generation. I think that's what's going to happen with these stories. We're excited about it. And all proceeds to VOM from all the resources, no matter where you get them from, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Lifeway Christian Stores, uh, Family Christian Stores, Christian Book Distributors, or if you get them directly from us, all the VOM proceeds, 100%, goes to our brothers and sisters in Christ who are presently facing radical Muslims. I think that's an important thing to remind people of. You know, it's never about selling books here at The Voice of the Martyrs. It's about how are we going to tell these stories well? How are we going to inspire American Christians to follow their example? It's not about, you know, how much money are we going to make with this project? It's about how much money are we going to have to help these brothers and sisters around the world. You know, along with the book, I want to tell our listeners this week about another exciting resource that's related to IMN. Nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. This song, We Stand as One, was inspired by the IMN book. It's part of a CD that's also called IMN, released by Integrity Music. We Stand as One was co-written and recorded by Greg Sykes, and we're about to hear his heart behind the song and the CD, I Am In. Greg, welcome to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank you. What does it mean to you personally to be a part of this project that connects the body of Christ in the free world and the body of Christ that's suffering? It's been eye-opening, and it's a, an incredible reminder of the, the freedom that I have often taken for granted to lead my family and serve my family in a country where we don't have to worry about standing up on a Sunday morning and singing and praying together. Uh, we're free. And I am so often ignorant of, of those all around the world who are suffering and don't have that freedom. Are there particular qualities that you see in some of these believers that, that you say, I want to be more like that? Yes, I see a, a bravery and a boldness and a courage that I some days don't live like. And, and I remember when I first acknowledged that I needed Jesus as my Savior and I needed the Lord, the bravery that I had in those initial um, months and years, I want to go back to that first love of a, almost like a childlike faith where I just trust. My, my son doesn't worry if, if he's about to jump off the bed and I, I'm there to catch him. He doesn't worry that I'm going to drop him at all. Um, and, and I want to live like that, that, that where God leads, he will sustain. And I've hearing these stories of men and women who've lived like that. It's inspired me to want to live like that. I want to encourage our listeners. You can buy a copy of the IMN book at vombooks.com. You can also buy a copy of the book with the CD that goes along with it. We're going to ask Greg to record the song We Stand as One. He's going to sing it for us here in our studio. We don't have time to include that in our broadcast this week, but if you'll come to vomradio.net and click on this episode, you'll be able to hear this song We Stand as One performed by Greg Sykes. I know it will be a blessing to you. Uh, it, it is a song really written 
about how we stand together with our persecuted brothers and sisters. So uh, come to vomradio.net, listen to the song. Greg, thank you for being our guest this week on VOM Radio. Thank you for having me. It's an incredible honor. It's been great to be with you this week. Again, you can come to vomradio.net. You can hear all of our episodes of VOM Radio. You can also connect to our podcast from vomradio.net. And this week only, uh, the special song, We Stand as One, as performed by artist Greg Sykes. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Nothing can separate us.